Are you ready for the Talk To Me Tuesday podcast hosted by NFL veteran Ricky Sapp? What's up? What's up? Welcome to another episode of the Talk To Me Tuesday podcast. I'm your host, Ricky Sapp. And I'm so excited to be here. Look, I know this is your favorite podcast of all time. I can say that, right? <laughs> Look, this is the Talk To Me Tuesday podcast, and I'm so excited to be here. My girl, Katie, all the way from Texas, is in the building. Katie, how the heck are you? Katie, welcome to the Talk To Me Tuesday podcast. We are live on Facebook, and I'm surprised that Auntie Cindy is, she's not here yet. <laughs> Look, you guys know what time it is. Oh, there's Auntie Cindy. You guys know what time it is, man. I want you guys to do me this one favor, okay? One favor. For those of you that's watching right now on Facebook Live, and for all of you that's listening to this playback, you're listening to it maybe in the gym, maybe you're at home, maybe you're riding to work, maybe you're walking in the park, maybe you're doing yoga. I don't know. Whatever you're doing, I want you to lean in. Just lean in. Lean in. Push your headphones in. I love you. And thank you for listening and watching the Talk To Me Tuesday podcast. It means a lot to me. I love you and thank you. Look, Melissa Nicole is in the building. Detroit Lions. We'll get to that in a moment, but I can't believe that they have lost only one game. Is that right? <laughs> but I'm so glad that you guys are here. I'm excited uh, to be with you guys tonight. And I want you guys to do me a favor. You guys know what time it is. It is time for me to sing. And while I sing, I want you to do two things. Normally, I actually do one thing. While I sing tonight, I want you to do two, two things. I want you to share my podcast, share this live, text a friend, Snapchat a friend, DM a friend, FaceTime a friend, and tell them about the Talk To Me Tuesday podcast. And after you do that, I want you to sing with me. <laughs> Here we go. This little light of mine. Oh, I'm going to let it shine. Oh, this little light of mine. Oh, I'm going to let it shine. And everywhere I go, Miss Collins, sing it. Oh, I'm going to let it shine. Let it shine. Let it shine. Oh, this little light of mine. Come on, Melissa. Oh, I'm going to let it shine. Oh, this little light of mine. Oh, I'm going to let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. Oh, this little light of mine. Oh, I'm going to let it shine. Oh, I feel it. Oh, this little light of mine. Oh, I'm going to let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. Oh, and everywhere I go, oh, I'm going to let it shine. Okay, that's enough. Oh, this little light of mine. I feel this thing tonight. Oh, I'm going to let it shine. Let it shine. Let it shine. <laughs> All right, let me stop. Let me stop. Hey, look, welcome to the Talk To Me Tuesday podcast. And um, Auntie Cindy has already shared my live. Auntie Cindy, I love you. For those of you, for those of you that didn't share my live, shame on you. Look, I want to say this. Thank you for all the people, all of you that listen to this podcast outside of this country. 
so many people listen to this podcast uh, outside of the country. And uh, I want to say thank you. That means a lot to me. Small time kid from Bamber, South Carolina. And I have people outside of America listening to uh, this podcast. It means a lot to me. Look, happy Tuesday to you guys. I pray you guys had a great Monday. Did you guys enjoy? I got to ask this question. Did you enjoy your Monday? And then did you enjoy the Monday dance video? Did you? <laughs> I got people on Facebook Live watching right now. I want to say what's up to you. And I want to say I love you. And thank you for being here and watching right now. So let's talk about Monday. My Monday was great. And let's see what I do. I did something. I don't know. I did something. Let's see. I know I went to the, I went to the, I went to the park, not, not the park, I went to the lake, I chilled, on the, I chilled on the lake, I danced for you guys on the lake, and then, of course, I watched my Dallas Cowboys win last night, uh, I did that, so my Monday, my Monday was great, I pray you guys had a great Monday, and my Tuesday has been even better, I went to, if you guys are from the upstate, <clears throat> there's a park, there's a park in, in Greenville called Unity Park. Uh, and if you walk on the trail, it's, it's a swamp rabbit trail, I think. It, it'll take you to this beautiful waterfall called, oh my God, what is that thing called? Falls Park or something? I don't know. For all of you people in upstate, maybe you guys know what I'm talking about. But anyway, uh, it was definitely an amazing day. Uh, if you guys have been following me and you know me, you know I love nature. So the last two days, man, I've been just in nature, chilling uh, and enjoying it and relaxing. Um, Let's see. Miss Collins said, no, yes, I love the dance video. Thank you, Miss Collins. Miss Collins, you're my favorite. I love you. I won't forget to say it today. Auntie said, say Monday was awesome. Melissa Nicole said, today was amazing. I love it. And Miss Nicole is a teacher. For all of you teachers that listen to this podcast, I want to say that I love you and thank you uh, for doing what you do um, for our kids. So I pray that you teachers are having an amazing uh, an amazing school year so far. I know, I know, so far, uh, Katie, you're a teacher. Uh, I know some of you are on fall break. You deserve it. So enjoy uh, your fall break. Look, I want to say this. I've never really done this, uh, but I know all the great leaders that I've that I've been around, you know, coaches and all that. They all do this. They all um, shout out people birthdays. I'm not sure who birthday is in this month besides Sharon, who had a birthday yesterday. If today is your birthday, I want to say happy birthday to you. Sharon's birthday was yesterday, so we have to sing happy birthday. Danielle Francis is in the building. Let's sing uh, to Sharon. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. And that's for everyone that has a birthday in this month. Man, my brother, Joe Key, <clears throat> from Bamberg, South Carolina, he had his birthday uh, today. Today, right? No, yesterday as well. So uh, a lot of great uh, birthdays in this month. And the King birthday, me, not not King, not, this, not that King, but my birthday is next month. It's finally here. If you guys didn't know, I am a, a Valentine's uh, baby. Uh, my mom and dad, yeah, and in February, my birthday is November, and we have to for, for for all of us who have a birthday at the end of the year, we have to wait all frapping year for all of you guys that have birthdays early in the month just to get to our birthday. We gotta wait, so I'm excited. My birthday is next month, November 14th. I'm excited, and guess what? Check this out. 
I told you guys on on Sunday that this year, Arby Green, my birthday is on a Tuesday. And someone asked the question. They said, are you going to do your talk to me Tuesday? I think it only makes sense that I do it. It's going to be a Tuesday night. It's my birthday. And who better to celebrate it than with you guys? Don't you agree? I love you. Uh, Melissa, Melissa Nicole said, what is fall break? Are you, are, you, are you serious? I thought all schools have fall break. I know Clemson just had fall break uh, yesterday and today. So I thought all schools had fall break. That's crazy. Uh, Danielle Francis in the building. She said, November babies. Yes, that is right. Danielle uh, birthday is in November. <clears throat> so if you guys didn't know, Danielle Francis is a legend in Bamberg, uh, amazing basketball player, even, even uh, an amazing human being. Uh, she always plays in my celebrity basketball game whenever, whenever we have it um, in, in Bamberg. So shout out to you, uh, Danielle Francis, and thank you for watching the Talk To Me Tuesday podcast. Now, Ms. Collins said, I didn't have a birthday, but I had my 35th wedding anniversary Sunday. 35 years. So I got to ask the question. I think we have to ask the question. 35 years being married. What is the secret? I heard all guys say this one thing. Happy wife, happy life. <laughs> so, Melissa Nicole, I am so sorry that you don't have fall break. Oh, I'm, I'm, I apologize. Tell your principal. Tell everybody, the superintendent over there, that you guys need and deserve uh, a fall break. Look, uh, I pray you guys are having uh, an amazing Tuesday. Let's do this. Paul Black was in the building. Paul, what's up, brother? I love you. Paul gave me the name for Turntable Tuesday. If you guys missed my Turntable Tuesday, I'm so I'm so disappointed. Now today, if you watch my Turntable Tuesday, I got my, I got my behind whipped with uh sorry miss jackson <laughs> i so so this song i didn't even like look at it before i did it and i knew it was fast but i didn't know it was gonna be that fast so if you guys go back and look at my turntable tuesday the second song i did which was sorry miss jackson that thing kicked my behind <laughs> but my boy paul is in the building and he is the guy that gave me the name for her uh turning table tuesday mel cans in the building happy tuesday i love you let's talk about football we gotta do it the clemson tigers we didn't play this weekend so that was great didn't have to worry about that but my dallas cowboys who are going to the super bowl this year in las vegas won last night that's right i am delusional like every other cowboy fan this is the year that we will win the super bowl and we won last night and that let me further know that we are back on track to win the Super Bowl. That's right. I say it. So if you watch football and you follow football, you guys know that Cowboy fans are, I'm not going to say the word. We, we, we have strong beliefs. <laughs> strong beliefs. But listen to Cole, who is from Detroit. The Detroit Lions are doing well, but I doubt they go to the Super Bowl. I, I just, they got to make me, they got to, they got to really, sh they got to really show me. They got to win like the rest of the games for the whole year. They got to really prove it to me. I think eventually they're going to go back and just be regular old Detroit, Detroit Lions. Yeah, I said it. But I will say this. I digress. The Detroit Lions head coach, I'm a fan of him from afar. I never met him. But just from the outside looking in, he looks like he is in a, a very intense coach. A lot of the guys really love him. And from the outside looking in, he looks like a guy that's very passionate. And you can tell he cares. 
And whenever you have a coach like that, in my opinion, you will run through a brick wall for them. So for him. So I'm not surprised they're doing well, but they will not be in the Super Bowl. Mel Can, I love you. Happy Tuesday to you guys. This is the Talk to Me Tuesday podcast. Now, football weekend was great. Clemson didn't play. My Cowboys won last night. Go Cowboys! Super Bowl. Look, real quick, I got to say this. A lot of people are upset right now about how the Clemson football season has been going. Um, you've been, I've been seeing so much noise on social media, everybody complaining. And then the one thing that just made me uh, so frustrated today was I saw a video or comment and somebody was, I guess, saying, you know, if best is the standard, then why aren't we, I don't know, why aren't we winning or winning championships? I don't know. Maybe I, maybe I read that wrong, but I saw Coach Sweeney do an interview where he was having to explain best is the standard. Let me say this. I, I got to say it and I'm moving on from it. I understand that, you know, when you get when you get used to winning, you know, especially when Clemson football, we went through a long spell of, you know, not winning and not being a, well, I won't say not winning, but but not winning a national championship, not winning ACC, you know. Um, and now that we've won, we we're relevant. People talk about us, you know, a lot. People are, people are very upset that you know we're not winning like we have been. And I just want to say this, and this is what what I, what, I, what what I've seen playing there and working there. When someone says, when Coach Sweeney says, "Best is the standard," to me. What it means is that under that umbrella of best is the standard is that we are working every day to be the very best we can be, not only on the practice field in the weight room, in the classroom, in the facilities, but also outside of that building as a human being uh, doing the right things. Best is the standard means you are trying to be the very best. And I just think that under that umbrella, what Coach Sweeney said is that every day you're trying to be the very best. You're working hard, one day at a time, doing the little things right every day. But unfortunately, that doesn't mean you're going to win every day, every year. you just not. Hey, look, I think I speak for everybody when I say I wish we did win championships every year. I do. I really do. But the one thing Coach Sweeney says, and uh, one thing that stuck with me was, we, can, we, can't, we can't stop. Uh, um, appreciating the blessing, you know, where we are right now in life, where we've been, the things we've done. And the truth of the matter is this Clemson football program has won two national championships in the last couple of years. And they have become relevant. And when people talk about best is a standard, they talk about Clemson football. <laughs> when people talk about college football and when people try to mimic a winning program, they talk about Clemson. I'm just, it's just facts. And I get it. I get it, man. When you're on the outside looking in, of course, the thing to do is to point fingers and blame. And people talk about, of course, we need to fire people, you know, the players and all that stuff. Look, I understand from the outside looking in, you're going to have things that you see and think that may need change. I get it. But the one thing that we can't and we shouldn't do is badmouth this program because this Clemson program has showed all of us what it looks like to strive for greatness. They've showed us how you 
how you uh, prepare uh, to be best and what best the standard is. And this program has not only showed us what it looks like to, you know, um, um, what what great football looked like, but they've also showed us how they are turning these young men into full grown men that are doing amazing things. So let's not let's let's not forget the blessings, man. I know when you guys think about college football and winning and all that, you think about Alabama and how they won for, you know, they probably won a couple championships um, over and over. But don't forget, Clemson beat them twice, too, to win two national championships. So best is a standard. I'm sorry, but that doesn't mean you're going to win that life every day. It's just not. Without success, there, there, without failure, there is no success. And maybe I'm biased. I don't care. But Clemson will be back in the playoffs again, and they will be at the top, waving that flag, and they will be champions again. Best is the standard. But it doesn't mean you're going to win every day. And I got to say this, and then I move on. I'm sorry. I'm taking a long time on my podcast talking about it. But I heard someone say that one of the comments was, if the kids would get off social media, they would win. My God. If you think social media is, 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 is something that's going to distract these guys from winning, then you have no idea what you're talking about. They got a million other things in their life that could potentially distract them. So let's just sit back and let's let Coach Sweeney and that amazing staff and everybody in that building uh, do what they do and that's um, get these guys, this program, back to the top. Okay, I'm sorry. I went on a rant. <laughs> this is the Talk To Me Tuesday podcast. I love you. Marlena from Denver, Colorado. Can we say Denver? You're not really from Denver, are you? But you're from Colorado. Marlena's in the building. Uh, my girl, Miss Collins, said, agree. I'm so sick of the so-called Clemson fans putting all the players and Dabo down. Yeah, you know, it's sad to see, man. I mean, my God. I mean, yeah, you know, we, like I say, it's always something you look at and say, oh, well, that's, that's the change. But can we just uh, 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 agree that we have an amazing program that we can watch? We won championships. All that great stuff. I'm listening to Cole say, support your team, highs and lows. I'm a Dallas Cowboy fan. My God. I mean, I'm rocking with them, even through the highs and lows. Ms. Collins said, Tigers always and forever. Brittany Concierta Smith, a.k.a. the mothers of all mother goats. You know, when I say goat, I mean greatness. Uh, my son, Braylon's mom, is in the building watching. Happy Tuesday to you guys. Look, next week we are at Franklin Middle School, Franklin County Middle School. I'm going to talk to a middle school Next Wednesday, I'm going down Tuesday. You guys are coming with me. I will take photos. I will post clips. I'm excited about it. And it's a short drive. It's only about 40, maybe 40 minutes away. It's in Tacoa, Georgia. I've never really heard of Tacoa, Georgia in my life until now. But Tacoa, Georgia. We're going there next week um, to give a speech to a middle school. I'm excited about it. And I heard that this school does a lot of dancing. Look, I'm excited about it. Look, check this out. Real quick, I want to do a mental a mental health check-in. Um, you guys know I've struggled with mental health in the past. I went to uh, a rehabilitation place for, for anxiety and depression. And you guys know I still struggle with <coughs> some uh, anxiety and, and mental health um, things. So it's always important that, in my opinion, that I, I talk about it, but I also check in with you guys. And the one thing I want to say to you guys is this. I love you. And if you are going through something mentally, I pray that you can find someone that will listen. But I also pray that you will be willing to talk to someone. And as I'm telling you guys that I'm talking to myself. 
because I struggle with that as well. You know, a lot of times I shut down and I'm not willing to talk to anybody, you know, thinking that uh, I have to go through this alone when I don't. There's people that that love me. There's people that love you. And I encourage you, if you are, you know, going through some lows, that you reach out, that you reach out to someone, you know, that you try and get some help, you know, and I encourage you guys to do that. My last thing on that is this. If I could help you guys in any way, reach out, man. I'm not saying that I can fix whatever issue you have. I'm not even saying I'll be a, I'll be a great listener, but I am willing to help. <clears throat> and whether you believe it or not, I frap and love you. So I pray that you guys are doing well mentally and uh, just know that we are, we are, this world is better with you uh, in it. Uh, listen to Cole says this. She said, how are you doing with speaking and not being with Clemson? Well, thanks for that question. Now, speaking is doing well. Of course, I want to get booked even more, but it's going really well. It really is. Um, I definitely miss being at Clemson. Oh, my God. For those of you that know me, you know, I'm a personal, I'm a personal guy. You know, I develop relationships with these kids. So the hardest thing for me is not being at Clemson right now is being around those guys, man, those kids. That's it. Being being at that door in the morning and dancing for them and getting them hype, even though they don't want to uh, see me all uh, dancing and jumping around at six a.m. in the morning, I know they I know they appreciate it. I know they miss it, but that's the that's what I miss, and that's the hardest thing for me is not being there with them. But if you guys have been following me, I'm I'm still in the building as much as I can. I go work out there in the morning and I get to practice whenever I can. So, but other than that, I'm doing well. Um, listen, Nicole, thank you for uh, that question. This is the Talk To Me Tuesday podcast and I love you guys. Happy Tuesday to you. Now, I also want to say this. I want you guys to do me a favor. I want you guys to check in on your friends. But I want you to check in on the friend that is the one that's you know, always happy and smiling and high energy. I want you to check up on them. Don't you ain't got to call them. Send them a text message. Send them a voice note. But I encourage you to uh, call your friends and just, you know, tell them you love them. When I call when I call some of my friends, one of the things that I do is I'll say, hey, what's up? And I'll say, man, I don't want nothing. I just want to I want to call and talk trash and say, I love you. I love you. Bye. You know, so I encourage you guys uh, to do that. Check this out. I had the opportunity to take my daughter, Princess Anaya, to uh, dinner this weekend. And I pray that you guys are ready for this story. If you're watching right now on Facebook Live, somebody give me a thumbs up and tell me you are ready to hear this story. If you have been following me and listening to me whenever I talked about my daughter, Anaya, and me and me not being married then you know what I'm about to say. <laughs> oh, man. So ever since my daughter was, uh, uh, thank you, Miss Collins, for that thumbs up. Ever since my daughter was, man, maybe about, I don't want to lie, 10, maybe even younger, but ever since she was a little girl, she would, uh, she would call me and she would sing, this song and I gotta remember it. Um what's the song? She would sing a song to me 
and she would say something along the lines like, you are alone, you need to find a girlfriend, you need to get married. And if I can remember this song, I'm going to sing it. Oh, it was this, I'm only one, call away. Uh, Superman ain't got nothing on me. Something like that. I can't, I can't remember the, all the words to it. But she would call me and sing that song. And my, my heart, I was like, oh my God, like what's going on? But she always, you know, asked me the question, you know, about, you know, when you're getting married, why don't you, why aren't you married? What's your relationship status? And she's a little girl and she would call me and sing that song. Now, now that she's older, she's 15, 16, now that she's 18, the conversation has picked up even more. And now I can feel it when I'm around her, when she's about to ask me the question, when you get married, are you close to getting married? I saw her this weekend. I saw her on Friday. Yeah, Friday. We went to Texas Roar House. Now, for those of you that's watching right now on, on Facebook Live, I'm going to try and paint the picture. And for everyone that's listening, I'm going to try and paint the picture as well. We're at Texas Roar House, and we're sitting in the lobby. And this is the chair, right? We're sitting on this bench against the wall. There's two young ladies to the far right. And then there's my daughter, and then there's me, and I'm sitting by the front entrance door. We're talking, having a conversation, and then we go quiet for like a couple of seconds, and I feel it. I say, okay, she's about to ask me about why I'm not married, et cetera, et cetera. She looks at me. She's on the right, she's on the right of me. I'm on the left. She looks at me, and she says, so you got a wife yet? Or what's going on with that? And I said, my God, like, why, 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 why are you so, why are you so, uh, you know, hard on me about that? And she said, because you need a wife. She said this, she said, we're not meant to be alone. And then she said, <laughs> this is what she said. She said, I know it's you. Like, what's your problem? And she said, you don't know how to talk to, uh, to women. And again, I said, I got your mother. And then she said this, she said, that was in high school. It does not count. And she said this. I even told my mom that you that, that doesn't count. <laughs> that doesn't count. And as we're talking about, the, you know, the conversation, and uh, I think she asked another question. She was like, uh, uh, she said, um, what did she say? She said, uh, she said, uh, uh, your friends are, some of your friends are married. You know, why can't you get married? And then, um, what did she say? She started giving me some advice on how to talk to women. And then, <laughs> and then, uh, Aubrey Green, I'm going to, I'm going to show you guys what my daughter did. And then I'm going to move on. I'm going to move on. My daughter is sitting on the right of me. I'm sitting on the left of me. My daughter, as she's talking about relationships and getting married, right? She holds up her hand, her right hand, and she says, well, you know, uh, I know your type is is this. I'm not going to say it. <laughs> for, those, for those of you that's listening to the podcast, you're going to have to guess what I'm doing. But she holds up her hand and she said, well, I know your type is this. And then she said, she, she said, what is the issue? 
<laughs> she said, what is the issue? You need to get married. And uh, she went on and, and, and talked about it. And uh, the people next to her uh, heard the conversation and uh, they thought it was funny. And then, uh, man, she said some other stuff that I won't tell you guys this time, but uh, maybe I'll tell you guys ne next time. Uh, Arby Green, you can tell them maybe, but I won't. <laughs> I won't, I won't tell you guys this time, but my daughter is, oh my God, she is coming down hard on me uh, about getting married. David Glover's in the building. Melissa Nicole, it doesn't count. Gina Williams is in the building. Miss Gina, you tell your husband, I say, I love him and I hope he's doing well. Look, this is the Talk To Me Tuesday podcast. If you miss it, I was talking about my daughter, Princess Anaya, how she is coming down hard on me about getting married. Last night, we talked again, and I said, this is what she said. This is what she said. She said, we was talking about it again. She brought it up. She said, I told her, I said, why can't I come you know, live with you when I get older if I have to live with someone? And she said, do not put your trust in me. Put your trust in God because you're not coming to live with me. And I said, but I, out of all my kids, I trust you. You're the one that I trust to take care of me. She said, do not put your trust in me. Put your trust in God. And I said, my God, if my oldest daughter can't take care of me, who will? And then I called my son Braylon and I talked trash to him about it. And he was like, man, I live with you the longest. Why wouldn't you think that I uh, can take care of you? Kids are something else. So my daughter Naya wants me to get married. This is the Talk To Me Tuesday podcast. I'm so glad you guys are here. I love you. You know, it's crazy because whenever I write uh, a strip for my podcast, I always think that I can, I can go less than 45 minutes or go 30 minutes, but it never works out. <laughs> if you guys just joined in, you just you guys just missed the story of my daughter, Princess Anaya, telling me I should get married. I don't know. It's, it is. I, and I called my son. I called my son, Nikki Duncan, after I talked to my daughter last night. And I called my son. I said, I said, son, your sister is on me hard about getting married. I said, so I want to call you and ask you, what are your thoughts? And he said, Dad, I don't care. You know, just as long as you're happy. And then he said this, he said, but I do think that he said, but you have to understand where she's coming from. You do need some help. I was like, what, what, what do you mean? He's like, dad, you know, you need some help. He said, you're not the best at cleaning up. He said, you're not, you, you, you're not the best at being organized. And he said, you're always trying to do 10, 15 things at once. He said, you need someone to help you. And I said, man, you little piece of crap. No, I didn't say that. But my son, <laughs> he said that. Um, he doesn't care. He said, as long as I'm happy, but he said, I, I do need someone. What do you guys think? <laughs> Nikki Duncan is in the building. Look, check this out. The holidays are here. And do I speak for anyone else when I say, why the heck do we have to see Christmas decorations and all that bull crap in October? Every year it's getting like, they 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 are putting out Christmas stuff earlier and earlier. It's not even it's not even October twentieth. And when you go in the stores, they got Christmas stuff out. Now I'm not mad about the Christmas uh the Christmas desserts, the Christmas trees. Oh my God, best 
best uh, Debbie cakes ever. But I'm not upset about that. But what I am upset about is why do we have to put out Christmas stuff so early? Why? Yes, I know money. I know they. I know money, money, money. But my God, can we? You know, can we enjoy the holidays? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> can we? Can we enjoy the holidays? You know, but um, the holidays are here, and Turkey Day is coming. So, of course, my question for you guys before we get to the message was, what is your Christmas and Turkey Day routine? What do you do? Uh, family get together. Who cooks? Oh, this is the question. Who cooks the macaroni? For some reason, the macaroni makes or breaks um, any kind of dinner, especially Thanksgiving or Christmas. Uh, Arby says this. She said, you leave the trees alone. You love it. I don't. This year, I should dress up. I should dress up as the Grinch, but I can't do that to uh, to the kids. Look, I love I love uh, Christmas movies. I love Christmas music, and I love How the Grinch Stole Christmas by Jim Carrey. Best movie ever. But my question to you guys is: What is your what is your turkey routine, and then what is your Christmas routine? And this is the question that I asked Twitter today. How early do you Christmas shop? How early? Miss uh, Melissa said, she said, eat. Uh, Miss Gina Williams said, don't ride by my house. Grinch Village going up soon. <laughs> she said, please, I have a huge Grinch Village in my yard. <laughs> do you really? Oh, man. So Mrs. Williams says she has a Grinch Village. Oh, my God. I would love to see that. Deneen is in the building, and Deneen said, Christmas, everyone comes to my house, and I'm in charge of the mac and cheese. Deneen, is your mac and cheese good? Again, I want to say this. I feel, I feel like macaroni and cheese is the item that makes or breaks any dinner. And when you're talking about Thanksgiving or Christmas, the question always is this, who makes the macaroni and cheese? Who makes it? Because that's the important the, the important dish when you're thinking about, when you're thinking about any dinner. Um, Deshaun Brown's in the building. Mrs. Williams say, I'm shopping now. There's no way you have a Grinch Village. I need photos. That is awesome. Miss Collins said, my hubby, he's the cook. I love it. Melissa Nicole said, it's all about family. I love it. Deneen said, I have people requested even when it's not a holiday. So Deneen can make a mean macaroni and cheese. I love it. Turkey and Christmas routine. What is it? Um, when I was growing up, yeah, you know, family would get together at my mom's house, my grandma's house, my aunt's house, and everybody would just go from, you know, house to house. <laughs> I think that's the best way to do it. Uh, Christmas. Man, uh, Christmas was always great. You know, my mom, she decorated the house. We had gifts. And I would catch my mom walking by the house. I mean, walking by my room, putting out stuff the night before Christmas. All that good stuff. So fast forward to now, for Christmas, well, you guys know my foundation. I give out turkeys. And for Christmas, I dress up as Buddy the F and, and, and give out gifts. I made my own turkey. A couple years ago, it was awesome. But now I don't even eat. I don't even eat turkey. So, if I come to your house for Thanksgiving, you better have some kind of seafood for me. All right, <laughs> Melissa Nicole say a nap. Is that what you? <laughs> is that one of the things you do for the holidays? 
This is a, the Talk To Me Tuesday podcast. What is your Thanksgiving and Christmas routine? What is it? And then I got another question for you. What was your favorite gift that you received when you was growing up? I asked for the same thing every year, a football and basketball. I don't know why. I just had to ask for it. I had to ask for it every year. And I can remember seeing it wrapped and knowing what it was. And every year I would ask for a basketball and football. And that was probably some of the best gifts I ever got. Another gift that I got was great was when the PS1 came out. I know I'm, I'm, I'm saying my age now. The PS1 and then the, the Nintendo 64. My mom and dad got me that one. And then, man, I'm trying to think of any other gift. But those were like some of the best gifts that I ever got. Um, now, my mom would put up a white Christmas tree and put red decorations on it. And it was awesome. It was awesome. Um, listen to Cole say, I cannot with Buddy the F. Yeah, Buddy the F. Yep. I was just telling someone yesterday that that I need to order a new Buddy the F uh, outfit so I can have it early <laughs> because I do plan to give out gifts this year and wear Buddy the F. Watch this. Auntie Cindy said this. She said, spending quality time with family for Thanksgiving. My daughter, Natasha Sapp, makes the best mac and cheese. I got eight grandchildren. I don't. I said I already started shopping. I love it. When I was uh, playing ball and, you know, had my financial advisor and all that good stuff, I would call him like December, the first week in December, I would say, look, hey, what are we going to do about the Christmas shopping? And he was like, go ahead and get the list now and let's knock it out. I would literally call my kids, my mom and dad, my godmom, and I would say, what do you want? I, I'm not guessing. We ain't got time to guess. <laughs> we not guessing. What do you want? And they would tell me, and by December 15th or 17th, I already had their gifts shipped out to them. You know what I'm saying? Shipped out to them. And a lot of them, you know, came wrapped. But uh, I got my Christmas shopping done early. Check this out. Sharon said this. She said, Thanksgiving was usually here in the Oswald pregame for Black Friday shopping. Christmas in Florida. And we always had, we always had, what is that? I can't say that word. Panera? But, but not Panera. What is that? Somebody tell me how to say that word. <laughs> uh, but I love it. Uh, Auntie Cindy said, best Christmas gift was a $500. My God. I never got that for Christmas. $500. I love it. This is the Talk To Me Tuesday Talk To Me Tuesday podcast. What is your favorite Christmas gift that you ever, ever, uh, you ever had? Basketball and football. I ask for that every year. And I got it. And I frapping loved it. And I'm, I'm sure my mom and dad got tired, of me, got tired of me asking for it, but I still would. Sharon said this. She said, we had to hit to get the candy out. Oh, uh, pinata. <laughs> Y'all had a pinata. I know people that do that, that do a pinata for, I guess, holidays. That's funny. A pinata. <laughs> so Y'all hit a pinata for, for Christmas. Look, I love Christmas music and Christmas movies. I absolutely, I, I love it. Nat King Cole, chestnuts roasting on open fire. And then How the Grinch Stole Christmas, The Grinch. I love that. I love that movie uh, over in Whoville. You know, I haven't seen any Christmas movies, you know, start playing. But, you know, they're playing the Christmas, I think, commercials already. 
Um, but I love I love Christmas music and, and and Christmas movies. This is the Talk to Me Tuesday podcast. I pray that you guys are having uh, an amazing an amazing Tuesday. Look, I want to switch gears and ask this question. I forgot to ask you guys this when we was talking about football earlier. And listen to Cole say Christmas story. Are you talking about that bull crap behind movie that they show a thousand times with the little kid growing up asking for a BB gun? Can somebody tell me? I'm just being honest. Can somebody tell me why in the heck do people love that movie? And I think maybe a year ago they kind of they kind of slowed down with playing it as much, but I can remember a Christmas story. They played it over and over and over. You turn on like certain TV stations and it was like right after each other. Somebody got to know somebody like whoever, whoever made that movie knows somebody that worked on a TV station or something, because my God, they play that movie over and over. I can tell you all the the, the big parts in it. His tongue got stuck on the, on, on, on the pole. Um, his, his dad said he blow his, his mom said he'll shoot his eye out or something. I don't know. That movie is not a great Christmas movie. My girl, Emily. It's in the building. You guys say what's up to Emily. She said, this is an, an excellent question. I've never been a fan of that movie. Thank you, Emily. For those of you that's watching, <laughs> A Christmas Story, why on God's earth do they think that that movie is like the best Christmas, old classic Christmas movie? When listen to Cole say it's a classic. It's not a classic. Why is it a classic? Denise said this. She said, and the leg lamp in the front... <laughs> How can I forget? You know, so in a Christmas story, when he wins that award and he has a, a leg lamp, and you see the part where the son is is, is touching the leg, and his mom have to keep his mom have to hit his hand. <laughs> that's a good part, but that's it. The rest of the movie is it's not it's it's not a classic. There's a million other movies that that they can play over and over, and that ain't it. My God, they can play the Santa Claus movie. They could play uh, the old, the old, old Grinch movie. They could play um, the one with Tim Allen, even though, even though that's a newer movie. They can play that over and over. Why do they play A Christmas Story? If I see that, if I see it on TV this year, if I if I see it on TV this year, I'm sending a, a complaint email to the station. I, I, that, that's I'm, I'm fed up with it. <laughs> I'm fed up with it. Mrs. Williams say I have the big the leg lamp. So it's funny you say that because I've seen people in the last couple of years buy that leg lamp. It is it's hilarious. I bet Amazon has it. Watch this. Melissa Nicole said because you laugh and can relate to the the, the, uh, the chaos. No, no, no. You know what? I gotta put a poll up about that movie, A Christmas Story. Why? I mean, I, nobody. It's, it, no, it's it's terrible. Mrs. Williams says this, you can count Dow Hard as a Christmas movie. Oh my God. All right, we gotta move along because this is gonna because we can we can talk about this all day. Mrs. Williams, I had this conversation on a couple podcasts a couple weeks ago. Die Hard is not. Hear me. Listen to me. This can be my motivational speech for you guys tonight. Catch listen, listen to listen to this. Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. They don't even celebrate Christmas in the movie. If you don't celebrate Christmas in the movie, it's not a Christmas movie. They don't even celebrate Christmas in the movie. 
the things that happen in the movie, it happens to happen during Christmas. They don't celebrate Christmas. I think it's it's like a party, I guess, right? It's a party, but they're not celebrating Christmas. They don't even really talk about Christmas in the movie. It is not a Christmas movie. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Oh, my God. All right. I digress. I digress. This is the Talk To Me Tuesday podcast, and we're talking about the holidays, and we're talking about Christmas, and now we're talking about Die Hard being a Christmas movie. I think they even asked the guy, well, uh, what is his name? Is it, uh, what's that actor name? He's a great actor, by the way. I think he was, I think he was the first Batman, by the way. But even he said it. He said it is not a Christmas movie. It's not. So, Mrs. Williams, I'm glad you're watching because the question that I had earlier, or the comment that I had earlier was, um, what was the best pregame speech you've ever heard? And if you play sports, you know, throughout your whole uh, career playing little league, high school, middle school, college, what was the best pregame speech you ever heard? And then who, who said it? Or I should say, what level or what coach ever gave you the best pregame speech ever? And look, you don't have to have, you don't have to have had play sports, you know, um, if you, you know, if you work somewhere where you have a leader and they give out, you know, they give speeches for certain things, um, you know, who gave you the best pregame speech? And when I think about that, and I started talking about it earlier, I went through all levels. And of course, when I think about high school, I just got to say it, man, uh, my high school head football coach, Ron Duncan, gave some great speeches. Butch Crosby, Cora Crosby, um, Coach Gene Williams, who is what his wife is watching, he gave some great speeches. But Coach Williams gave great speeches when I was in middle school. Middle school. And then he gave great ones uh, in high school as well. So, Miss Williams, definitely tell Coach Coach Williams that he's definitely one of the guys that uh, gave some great, uh, great speeches. Uh, so he said Kirby Smart. Kirby Smart does does some uh, some great speeches. Tell Coach Williams this: the head coach from Nebraska, even though they are doing terrible, <laughs> he get he gives some 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 great speeches. So high school, Coach Ron Duncan, <coughs> Coach Butch Crosby, Cora Crosby, Coach Gene Williams. I'm trying to think. Oh, Coach Deaton, Miss Williams, Mrs. Williams. I know you remember Coach Deaton. Coach Deaton, he gave some some great speeches as well. Then college, then college. Of course, Coach Sweeney, uh, Coach Blackwell, who you guys probably you know don't know, Coach uh, Vic, my coach uh, who recruited who recruited me, Coach Ron West, Coach Rump. When I think about college, uh, those are some of the coaches in the NFL. Rex Ryan, uh, of course, he gave some great pregame speeches. Andy Reid, and then when I also think about uh, what's the what's the other guy? When I think about there's another guy. Andy, oh Andy Reid, he gave some 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 great pregame speeches as well. And then Bill O'Brien, who I think coaches now with um, uh, the Patriots, he gave some pregame speeches. But I saw this pregame speech from the coach from Nebraska, and I was like, oh my god, I'm about to run through a brick wall. Uh, he does he does an incredible job. 
or giving some great pregame speeches. So if you guys have played sports or anything, or you've been around some 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 great leaders that gave speeches, who was the guy, a woman, that gave you a great pregame speech? Now, I text my son, because you guys know I coached my son in high school, and I had to ask him the question. I was like, you know, what little league, middle school, high school, and now college, can you think about, um, I guess, the, the best pregame speech that you got? What level was it? He said high school. So I said, well, who was the guy? He said, probably you. <laughs> so if you guys didn't know, I coached high school football and I gave the pregame speech um, after, you know, before we were, after we warmed up. But I thought it was a great question, especially for all of you guys that maybe have played sports. You know, if you can think back, you know, who was the coach that gave you um, the best pregame, um, best pregame speech? And then, you know, I, I asked, uh, I'm in a group chat with uh, all the guys I well, not all of them, but about 20 guys I played at Clemson with, and we were talking about all the coaches, high school coaches, and we were talking about the Clemson coaches and you know who gave the great, who gave the best speeches, who didn't. <laughs> they agree with me. Melissa um, says she said Doctor Oh Doctor Doc um, Brown gave you a great pregame speech. I love it. I love that. I got to tell you guys this. In high school, when uh, we got a new head football coach, uh, Ron Duncan, um, his first ever pregame speech, I remember it like yesterday. I did not I did not think it was going to be good or that good. It was really good. And he went on for the rest of my high school career, and he gave some great speeches. He really did. His pregame speeches were good. Now, a guy at Clemson that is probably the best – pregame speech uh, guy is coach joy bassin uh, he's a head strength and conditioning coach there you guys know that's who i worked for that's who i worked for the last year and a half in the weight room with and uh when i was talking to the guys in the group chat it was like man the only guy that got us hype was coach bassin <laughs> and uh man i'm telling you he does an incredible job with uh doing some pregame speeches um melissa nicole said education motivational speaker i love it i love it this is the Talk To Me Tuesday podcast, and we're talking about pregame speeches. What level? Who was the coach? I don't remember Little League, but you know I had some great coaches. Middle school, I don't remember. Uh, well, Coach Williams, Coach Deaton in high school and college and NFL, I definitely remember. You know some of the guys that gave uh, some some great speeches. Look, I love you guys. I want to tell you guys this: my websites, theRickySapFoundation.com. Go check it out. Also, my speaking website, RickySap.com, and also this. Smoothie King in Murder Beach. That's right, in Murder Beach. There's two locations. There's one in Polly's Island, and there's a new one in Market Commons. They both carry the King Ricky smoothie. It's a post-recovery smoothie with whey protein, almond milks, and strawberries, strawberries, and joint health. If you're ever in Murder Beach, try my smoothie. Just try it. Just give it a try. Thank you, Smoothie King. Rule the day. Okay, I do have a message for you guys that I want to get to. Um, I do apologize. I honestly wrote this podcast script today, and I was like, okay, how can I try and make this thing be like, ah, no longer than 45 minutes? It didn't happen. <laughs> but I thank you guys uh, for hanging around and 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 and, and watching my, my Talk To Me Tuesday podcast. Um, Melissa Nicole says she got to get one in Detroit. Here's the thing. 
<clears throat> you can go to any Smoothie King in the world and show them the menu and they will make um, the talk to me to, oh, no, I'm sorry, they will make, they will make the, the King Ricky uh, smoothie. They'll make it. So Melissa Nicole, you have no excuse on why you haven't tried the King Ricky smoothie yet. And now, and now this, I want to give you guys the message that I have for you guys today. And it's it's crazy because I, I made I made a flyer for this this podcast a couple of days ago. And the topic that I wrote was understanding your power. And I had a couple of days to think about it. And I was sitting, you know, at this uh this waterfall today in Greenville. And I was thinking about, okay, understanding your power. You know, what can I say on that? Now, before I read before I read to you guys what I wrote right under that, when I think about understanding your power, off top, some of the things that come to me is being able to speak things into existence and being able to think it as well. You guys know I'm a big believer in you can if you can see it and can believe it and hold on to it, that's key. And hold on to it uh, consistently, it'll happen. You know, what happens in your mind happens in time. What you speak daily, I believe uh, it'll uh, eventually um, happen. I believe that. So when I think about understanding your power, this is the first thing I wrote. The best thing that you can ever do is know and believe you have the power uh, to fix and create. I want to read it again, because when we when 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 I think about understanding your power as a human being, this is the first thing I wrote down. The best thing you can ever do is know and believe that you have power uh, to fix and create. That goes back to our mindset and then speaking things. You probably heard people say all the time, be careful what you say. Your words carry weight. What you say will eventually happen. Uh, manifestation, what Melissa Nicole just said. What you think, what happens in your mind happens in time. I think that as human beings, a lot of times we under we under we under we 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 don't realize how much power uh, that we have as a human being. Now, when I was training for the NFL Combine, I had this guy that he was, he was from Florida, and we was training down in Florida, and <laughs> I was kind of going through an injury, and he said, "My mom always said you have to speak it into existence. You have to say that your knees healed." And he said, "You gotta say it. You gotta say it." And I can I can see him, man, saying it like Sap. You gotta say it. I'm healed. You gotta speak it. I'm healed. I was going through, you know, a knee injury, and I just remember kind of, you know, being down and down and kind of out about it. And I just remember this dude, man, just like, man, look, you gotta you gotta think it, you gotta believe it, and you gotta know that you can't heal yourself. And I believe that. I think that we have that kind of power where if we think that you know we will be or are healed, then it can happen. How many of you guys know this guy, Dr. Miles Monroe? Uh, he's a pastor. Uh, I know he passed 
I'm sure when I know it was a, you know, a while ago, but they still play a lot of his clips. Uh, his name is Dr. Miles Monroe. And I saw a clip of him uh, preaching early this morning, actually. And he was talking about how God made us with everything that we are, that we needed. And he was talking about how <laughs> I'm trying to think of, of, of what he said, what was the analogy, but he was talking about how we came delivered with everything that we needed to be successful. All of us have different gifts in our life. We got different gifts, different talents. And I think the key is uh, to that. And what he said was knowing and believing that you have everything you need within you to be successful as long as you are willing to figure out what your talent is and then walk into it. And I thought that was a great, great uh, message. And I thought it related to what I'm talking to you guys about understanding uh, your, 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 your power. We came with all we need. Now, this might be an unpopular comment. We came with all we need. I think, unfortunately, sometimes, and what we see now is uh, people don't, people are not willing to accept what their talents are. Unfortunately, a lot of people are trying to be good at something else. We see other people being uh, having a talent, and we try and do their talent. I tell, I've told people this before. I can go practice basketball for four years, and I won't even come close to what LeBron James is, even close. But if I practice and, and live within my talents, I can go be the very best at what I'm talented at. And a lot of times, unfortunately, other people see someone else give a talent and they say, man, ooh, I wonder if I can do that. <laughs> I wonder if I can go do what LeBron James does. I wonder if I can go do, uh, you know, what 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 he or she does instead of focusing on what we're talented at. Look, we came here with everything that we need. Now, the next thing I wrote down was this, and, and I saw this. Identifying your problems, but give your power and energy to the solutions. Read it again. I think this is good identifying your problems, but give your power and energy the solutions. Oof. So understanding that, you know, we, 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 we have some things that we're going through. We have some problems. But how many of us are really uh, willing to identify it and then give that problem the energy and, 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 and the solution? Like give that problem uh, the energy and focus it needs to fix it. Again, I'm going to say this again. Let me, let me turn back and read this again to you. The best thing that you can ever do is know and believe that you have the power to fix and create. Listen to this next thing I wrote down. I'm going to say it again. Identifying your problems, but give your power and energy to solutions. This is my problem. Okay, how can I fix it? What do I do? How can I create how can I uh, how can I do something to help fix this issue? Identifying your problems, but give your power and energy to solutions. Now, a lot of times people will reach out to everyone else about how can I how can I fix this? How can I go do this? Instead of 
checking with, instead of checking with yourself first and saying, okay, what can I do? What's my, my mindset? How can I go about this, this problem? How can I fix it? And how can I create it? We came with everything we need. And I truly, I truly believe that. If you guys didn't know, I'm gonna tell you again, I'm a big believer that everything in life starts within your mind. Where's your mindset? And then the next thing I think is speaking what you want. If you can think it and believe it and attain it, think about it consistently, it'll happen. And then if you are speaking and speaking it daily, I think that the universe has no choice but to gravitate toward you, towards you and give you what is it is that you are truly uh, thinking and, and speaking about. I told somebody this. If you are thinking about something and, and, and you're speaking about it, nine times out of ten, the universe already has it for you and your name is on it. But the universe is waiting for you to speak it and believe it consistently. And then once you do that, the universe says... I've been waiting for you. Here it go. Does that make sense? So <clears throat> a lot of times, and this is why I say about self-awareness, we have to we have to think about what we think about. Does that make sense? You have to think about why are you thinking about um, trying to create uh, uh, um, <clears throat> trying to create something to fix the issue that we have in the world. Why are you thinking about writing a book? Why are you thinking about trying to go live in this neighborhood? Why are you thinking about going to apply for this job? Is a reason. I think because the universe already has it for you. I think that God is 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 is, is sending a, a indicator. Coach Sweeney said that God sends us, uh, God winks, and I think that God sends us um, a hint that hey, 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 look, I have this for you. It's on your mind for a reason. Are you going to give it energy? I love that. I think I can drop the mic and, and be done with that. Watch this. Sharon said this. She said this. She said that's good. And recognizing that most of the time you're part of both the problem and the solution. Whew, my God. And you have to decide which one you're going to focus on. So Sharon just came and took my shine. <laughs> I love that. Understanding that you are, uh, oh man, let me read it. She said, and most of the time you're part of both the problem and the solution. Whew, I love that. That is so good. Understanding your power. I think that we have a lot of power as human beings. Now, I'm going to say this. I'm going to just say it. I'm a man of faith. I believe. How can I say this? Let me, let me say it. If our father has, man, if, if he has so much power, and I'm not saying anything, as I'm not trying to say that we are anything uh, compared to, 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 to uh, our father, our creator. What I'm saying is, if he is the almighty, powerful creator and, and, and father and God, then wouldn't it make sense that he would make human beings to have some kind of power or authority? Wouldn't it make sense that he would make us to have everything we need to go and be the best human being we can be? That's why I always tell I, I even tell kids this. I said, I think the best thing that God ever created was us, human beings. I, I just think, I, I think that the best thing he ever created was human beings because we have so much power. Um, and a lot of us are just not willing to tap into it. 
And I think it starts with your mindset. And then what are you saying about yourself? Check this out. And then who are you hanging around and, and what are you listening to? Understanding your power. And then I'm going to end with this. This is going to be a gut punch for some of you guys that, that, that catch this. When I think about human beings, us, and I think about all of us having different talents. A lot of you guys that's watching right now, I got teachers. I got uh, people that work um, at a nursing home. I got people that, I don't know, uh, you do hair, you cut grass. All of you guys got so many different talents, right? When I think about us as human beings, and as we, you know, we get to that age or when we, when we realize that we have a talent or different talents, one of the things that I think about is that a lot of people will look around and see what others think. And we worry about that. Most times people have a talent and they are afraid to show it to the world because of what they think others may say. And I think, I don't care who you are, you have a talent. Some of us have one talent, two talents, three talents, and four talents. But you have something that, that you're good at. And unfortunately, this next and last quote that I want to read to you guys is go speak to that. Listen to, listen to this. This, 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 is the, this is the gut punch. This is, a, this is the mic drop. It's the ones who are against you who believe in your power the most. It's the ones who are against you who believe in your power the most. A lot of us have an amazing uh, um, gift, talent. A lot of us never or never will know um, how good or how great we are uh, at something. But it's always other people that see the greatness. I think this is in the Bible when, when, the, when Jesus, I think he asked the question, he says, who do people say that I am? <laughs> I'm not trying to go to church on you guys. I'm just, I'm just saying, I think it's in the Bible, right? When Jesus said, he asked the question, he says, who do people say that I am? Indicating that he didn't even see his greatness. You know what I'm saying? But he had people around him that eventually uh, started to hate him, didn't like him. It's the ones who are against you who believe in your power the most. And it's people that are around us that, I guess in this, this time and day, we call them haters. Um, confused jealousy. They see the power in us, but we don't. And my only encouraging words for you uh, for the rest of your night is this. Understand that you have power within you. And it's up to you to tap into that and to believe it and to go do something about it. We came with everything we need. We was delivered. <laughs> we came with everything we need. I got to read this quote again. I think this is powerful. 
it's the ones who are against you who believe in your power the most. If I had to change this quote, I would change it up and say something along the lines is along the lines like this. We have to get to the point where we believe in our power more than anyone else. We have to. Understanding your power. Read the first quote and then I'm done. Okay, I had you guys too long tonight. I'm sorry. I love you though. The best thing you can ever do is know and believe you have the power to fix and create. It's October. The end of the year is already approaching. And the one thing you know that everybody in the mama is going to start saying once December hits and we get close to New Year's is that 2024 is my year. I'm going to do something different. I'm going to walk different. I'm going to cut friends off. I'm going to go to church. I'm going to start going to this place. Why not now? Why can't we start to uh, tap into uh, the things that we want to do now? Now, we don't have tomorrow. We just don't. Let's do it now. Look, I love you guys. I apologize for this long podcast tonight. I pray it made sense. I pray it made sense. And look, let me say this. I am not a pastor. I am a motivational speaker. Okay, and I'm a man of faith. Uh, I do believe. So I'm going to talk about uh, my faith when I when, when I speak. And, you know, that's OK if, if, if people don't understand it or don't like it. But it's who I am is what I believe in. But I'm not a pastor. I am only a motivational speaker. <laughs> Understanding your power. Look, that's it for me tonight. I got to go. I got to leave. I let you guys go. Enjoy your dinner. Enjoy your Tuesday night. I love you. I will see you guys on Sunday, I believe. Yep, I will see you guys on Sunday for Encouragement Sunday. And then next Tuesday, I travel down to uh, to Cold, Georgia, and I'm speaking on Wednesday. So we will, I'm not going to say we will do Talk to Me Tuesday next Tuesday because I'm not sure what I have to do Tuesday night over in Tacor. You know what? I have to do nothing. So we should be good to go. For Talk To Me Tuesday. Dance video Wednesday, Friday. See you guys on Sunday. Auntie Cindy just gave me the cue. And Auntie Cindy said this. Oh, it's a long one. Auntie Cindy is amazing. She said, people need people. People encourage people. Love is love. She said, knowing and believing you have energy to be successful. Learning how to identify your problems so you can fix it. And Ricky Sapp voice. I encourage you to call a friend to check on them and tell them you love them. Also in Ricky Sapp voice. If they don't celebrate Christmas in the movie, it's not a Christmas movie. <laughs> I love it. Thanksgiving and Christmas coming. Uh, love the, love these uh, great conversations. Remember, remember your amazing kids, especially your princess wants to wants you to get married. Uh, so she said, so young man, you have some work to do. Have an amazing night. Talk to me Tuesday was super super amazing tonight. It's the ones that are against you that believe in you. And your power the most powerful. <laughs> how many you got, how many of you guys got family members uh, or friends that support you like that? My God, Auntie Cindy, I'm telling you, when I become the number one speaker in the world, you getting something. You coming with me? We doing something? I love you. That's an amazing uh, man. You did better than me with the notes. I'm going to pin that. With that being said, you guys know how I do this thing, man. Melissa Nicole, I love you, Auntie Cindy. I love you. Let's see. Miss Caroline, I love you. You came in late, but I love you. Let's see. 
Mrs. Williams, I love you. Tell Coach Williams, I love him. Deneen, I love you. Let's see, Katie, all the way in Texas, I love you. Melissa Nicole, I love you again. Emily, Emily, I love you. Aubrey Green, I love you. Aubrey Green, Sharon, I love you. Let's see who else. Miss Collins, I love you, but I'm going to tell you I love you again at the end. You're my favorite. I love you, love you, love you. Deshaun Brown, I love you. Deneen Churchwell, I love you. Brandon Hemingway, I love you. Nikki Duncan, I love you. Nikki Duncan says, she said, get married with the right person. <laughs> uh, Nikki Duncan, I love you. Let's see who else is in the building. David Glover, I love you. Um, Brittany Smith was in the building. I love you. Marlena Echohawk from Denver, Colorado was in the building. I love you. Mel Can was in the building. I love you. Uh, uh, let's see. My boy, Brandon Hemingway, I love you. Let's see who else is in the building. Sharon, I love you. Happy birthday again. Danielle Francis was in the building. I love you. Arby Green and North Myrtle Beach, love you again. Let's see. Paul Blackwell, my brother from another mother. <laughs> I love you. Uh, let's see. Did I miss anybody? I hate missing people. I missed Miss Collins the other night of all people. I couldn't believe it. I'm so sorry, but I hate missing uh, missing you guys. Deshaun Brown, love you again. Auntie Cindy, you know, I frapping love you. <clears throat> Sharon, I love you. I love all of you guys. You guys have an amazing Tuesday night. Before I go again, Miss Collins, I love you. I'm not leaving without saying that again. <laughs> I love you guys, man. Have a, have a great night. Thank you for listening and watching to the Talk To Me Tuesday podcast. I love you. God bless and dream big, live big.